Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Hey, 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 there you go. Well, welcome to another episode of the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Uh, this is Rich, your host, and I'm glad that you've joined us. Uh, this one's a good one. You're going to like it. We have been doing a series at Team Night uh, here in Sydney, Australia, called Faith, Hope and Love. And uh, I guess we've been drawing our attention to those three words from the, from the scriptures, you know, faith, hope and love. Uh, for us, we're concentrating on, firstly, faith, to innovate or faith for innovation, uh, which you would have heard last week if you were, uh, if you've heard, you know, the previous episodes of the podcast. If you haven't, I want to encourage you to go listen to that one because uh, that was the first in this three-part series: uh, faith to innovate, and then hope. Hope is to, is uh, is what we talked about last Thursday night at Team Night, and so today we wanted to bring you that that you know short portion of Team Night, uh, so that you can join us on the journey. Uh, hope is like is the title. Hope is like. I'm not sure if you've um, you know what this year has brought for you. It seems like we're we're talking a lot about the season and and what it's like uh, this year. Particularly, it's been a different year for most people. Uh, really for everyone. But in amongst it, hope uh, hope has been present, I, I, I hope. <laughs> and if not, I, I pray that this uh, short podcast for you will be a, a little bit of hope for your day and for where you find yourself. You see, hope can look like all sorts of things. Hope can look like a friend saying, you know, that they're, they're with you. Hope can look like a, a Bible verse that stands out to you. Hope can look like online church. Hope can look like recovering from COVID-19. Hope is like a lot of things. And so today, as we turn to the episode, I, I do pray that it is an encouragement to you. I pray that today you will feel a little bit more hopeful about life, about the future, about all God has for us as his church. And uh, as always, I'd love to invite you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and to share this this episode with somebody because I believe that uh, maybe maybe hope can look like sharing a podcast episode that encourages someone today. So why don't you go ahead, share the podcast, and we'll jump into Team Night on Demand, Hope is Like, and I pray that this is an encouragement to you. Talk to you soon. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Team Night. I'm sure everyone's going crazy right now. We are so happy to have you here. My name is Hannah Hobbs, and I am one of the worship pastors here at Hillsong Church. And we have something really special planned for this night. And um, I want to encourage you right from the outset, you know, we have been genuinely so praying and believing over this night that something fresh would happen in the lives of so many people who are joining in with us tonight. And so I want to encourage you right at the beginning of this night, um, God is gonna do something fresh in your life. He's gonna speak to you. Uh, The power of His presence is here right now, here where you are. And um, we're believing that this night will be full of hope. And I pray that as you finish joining in with us, that um, you would walk away knowing that God moved in your life. So the night is about hope. I wrote a few words, you know, just penned a few words uh, to share with you guys. And um, I pray to be encouraging to you. So just listen into this. Hope is like that anticipation you feel, like something new is on the horizon. 
It's that moment just before the sun comes up and you know it's going to be good. It's like when you hear a story about how God did a miracle in someone else's life where someone was really sick and He healed them or someone was in desperate need of provision and something supernaturally came through for them and God provided. And you hear the story and you wonder and hope in your heart whether God might do something like that for you. Hope is like a motivator, it's a reminder. It's a reminder that better things are ahead and it's a reminder to look up and remember, you're gonna be okay. It's like having a deep desire to be closer to God, to walk with Him. But sometimes we get busy and we roll one day into the next, into the next. And suddenly it feels like weeks are rolling over, over and over. And you wonder, what is this all about, God? And then you stop and you take a deep breath and you stay still for a second. And you remember that even though you know God and you are close to Him, the truth is you're only just scratching the surface of what it means to walk with Him and walk intimately with Him and live in the power of His presence and walk empowered by the Holy Spirit. I wanna encourage you tonight. You're just, you're just scratching the surface. There's so much more ahead. You know, um, I've invited some amazing people to come and share about hope tonight. And so this little segment we have going on right now, we've just called it Hope Is Like. And I've just asked some friends of mine to just kind of come up here boldly and share with you guys tonight their own story and personal testimony of what hope is like. And so, first of all, my very good friend Cam Gullo is here. He's a good man. He's full of faith and um, he's very loved. But Cam, why don't you share with us and share with people tonight just a little bit of your own story of what hope is like. Great. Thanks, Han. Uh, earlier this year, you might remember our Pastor Cass, she said a word to our team, um, what Scripture was going to frame your year? And, uh, and for me, I felt the Spirit tell me it was going to be Deuteronomy 6. Shortly after that message, Corona uh, strikes the world and um, it felt like that was now going to frame my year. And the truth is, um, my wife and I, our situation, it, it did seem pretty dire. We, we got hit hard with our work and our income um, and it was hopeless. But the Lord reminded me, He said, Cameron, that's not the Scripture I said was gonna frame your year. I said, Deuteronomy 6. And that Scripture says, you're gonna inherit cities you didn't build, homes you didn't fill, wells you didn't dig, and vineyards that you did not plant. And true to God's Word, that's been my testimony this year. The Lord not only restored what was lost, but in His fashion, uh, really multiplied what we had before. Um, He's turned what was hopeless really into something incredibly hopeful. And I'm grateful to God. To my big sister up in Queensland, Joe Boris, take it away. Thanks, Cammy. Love that. Thanks, Han. Um, so, 13 months ago, my husband um, got taken out by multiple viruses. We thought it would last six to eight weeks, um, but 13 months later, he's still mostly in bed. Uh, and it's been a choice to lay down fear and pick up the hope in the promises of the Word of God. And I've seen through that this daily practice of just spending time with Jesus, uh, where it says in Psalm 16, it talks about the whispers in the night. And He has been so faithful in those whispers, leading us and guiding us through this whole thing. We've seen God's incredible faithfulness, um, learning His nature. And the scripture we've held on to is Psalm 27, 14. It says, here's what I've learned through it all. Don't give up, don't be impatient. Be entwined as one with the Lord. Be brave and courageous and never lose hope. Yes, keep on waiting for He'll never disappoint you. And so that is true of our life. We're still walking this out, but we've, we've found incredible hope in God's Word. Um, over to you, Rach. Hey everyone. Um, 
For me, hope is like December. Uh, Joy, excitement, sometimes a little magic. Um, The month leading up to something special. Um, Actually, a lot of the time it's the lead up, the planning, the dreaming that can actually uh, be more fun. And those who know me, Christmas is my time. Um, I literally have had one CD in my car the entire year. Sorry, Junior. And it's my favourite Christmas carols by Rita McNeil. I'm just all about it. Growing up, I would bake sugar cookies with my sister. I'd choreograph dances that I'd uh, perform slash force my mother to watch. Um, We'd go caroling door to door with my grandparents. Sometimes I'd bust out my flute. Don't worry about me. Um, In fact, as I was writing this, literally my mum sent this pic to me. You're all welcome. So, she knows, she knows. Um, And then eventually Christmas morning would come after all of this planning. I'm the youngest and I'd always wake up first, naturally. Um, This one Christmas, I got up early as usual and proceeded to wake my brother up by pushing him up and down on his bed. Um, For some unknown reason, he didn't like being woken up like that. And his leg came out from under the covers and gave me a swift kick. Um, which resulted in tears, hurt, and little Rachel sitting in the wardrobe for at least an hour or two before I'd come out. Um, this Christmas had not turned out the way I'd hoped. I felt let down, like all this build-up had been for nothing. And this year has seemed a little like that, I'd say. <laughs> New Year's Eve had us all posting about um, a new decade being the start of something fresh. We'd hoped for better. We'd hoped for more. We'd hoped for adventure. Um, We planned with confidence and then we lost and some of us lost big time. Um, And I'd say some of us may be struggling to hope for anything right now, scared that our hope will actually lead to further disappointment. Um, On July 23rd this year, my best friend Melody passed away. Um, We grew up together since the age of 10 and we'd hoped for many more years together. We'd dreamed about family holidays with our husbands and children and we had hoped to see her dying body restored. Um, she had such hope and faith, and yet the hope that we had to see a miracle did not come to pass. Um, but what I've been learning in the weeks since is that my hope has been somewhat misplaced. It's often been attached to singular or earthly events, holidays, promotions, relationships, and not the author of them. Um, My hope was in Melody's miracle and not the ultimate hope that we would one day walk together in paradise where all pain and suffering cease, where her body is made whole. That's the good news. That is our gospel and that's our hope. Um, She wrote a message to me before she passed and she said, health is hard. Hard because I know what God said, what His Word says, but the middle, man, that's tough being between the promise and seeing the reality of it. But He is good to me. He reassures me. He doesn't get sick of me and my questions. He who is called faithful, He will do it. The Bible says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. And it it seemed Melody could see clearer than most. And I think we're in the middle of one of the toughest years many of us have ever experienced, laced with many a blessing and overwhelmingly defined by loss. But there's this internal compass inside all of us and it's magnetic as pull is pointing us towards hope. Not that 2020 will end and our singular earthly events will be restored, no. But that we have a hope far greater than the plans this year has held for us. 
a knowledge that one day we will stand in awe before our holy God and the things of earth will grow dim. Hope is a confident expectation of what God has promised. He's promised us Himself here now in the midst of our loss, our hurt and our joy. This is the hope we need to comprehend. This is the hope that will not disappoint when plans are cancelled or miracles are not realised on earth. Hope is like December, a sign, a beacon that Jesus is on the way. Sloan, over to you, mate. Amen, amen, amen. Hope is like learning to walk after you've spent five weeks in intensive care and your family were told to say their goodbyes. And the medical staff there said that they had done their best, that their best had been done, but he wasn't done. You were not done. The story had not finished because the, yet, the best was yet to come. I was there when my friend Shane walked out of that hospital, bold and courageous, alive and free. And I learned that day that no matter how bad the storm, how dry the drought, or uncertain the times, we will always have hope because He is alive. Although there will be trouble, take heart in the thought that He said it is finished so that death would never be our last resort. Because He rose, and the same power that lifted Him from the tomb, it lives in me and it lives in you. Hope is an anchor, firm and secure knowing that our God is always sure. And I don't know what faces you. I don't know what's staring you down tonight, but you can have hope in this truth, this reality, that He did not stay in the tomb, but that rock was rolled away. And our Savior, Jesus, He is not dead, but He is alive. And His Spirit, the Holy Spirit, guides us and leads us through all seasons, through all trials, through all circumstances, no matter how hard the road, no matter how rough the journey. Our hope is sure and secure. So tonight, let hope be your anchor through every storm. Stand strong, stand tall, knowing that Jesus is alive. And well, we have something particularly exciting happening tonight, and uh, this is good news. Tonight we have a very special guest here at Team Night with us. Now, the person I'm talking about, her name is Vicki Simpson. And if you don't know her, she is actually an amazing friend of our church. She's often at our Hillsong conferences and Colour Conference. Um, her and her husband, Damien, are a part of C3 Church in Oxford Falls. But what you need to know about Vicki tonight is um, she is a dynamic, prophetic, full of faith, powerful preacher of the Word of God. And I know for sure that she has a word in her heart tonight for our team and for our people. So I wanna encourage you guys, we're just getting started right now. So open your hearts, stir your faith tonight. And can you put your hands together wherever you are? And let's welcome Pastor Vicki Simpson as she comes to share with us tonight. We love you, Vicki. Thanks so much for being here with us. Thanks so much, Hannah. How you going, everyone? I'm looking at the right camera. Awesome. Oh, look at all the chat. Now, you can't say anything uncomplimentary about me. You can, com you can compliment me on my shoes. I don't know if the camera is actually catching these. I figure, can you see them? I figure if I'm not anointed, at least my shoes are. So it's Vicky with an eye. If you're actually gonna be, thank you very much if you're making the comments there. Anyway, so great to be with you. Big, big thanks to everyone. Big thanks to Cass, Rich and the team for having me. And um, I kind of feel like Rachel stole a bit of my thunder, if I'm to be honest. Um, and 
And, and it struck me actually, Rach, I don't know where you, where you are, but um, wherever you are in the big black yonder, um, I was thinking as you were sharing your testimony that that is actually that, that lesson of hoping in Jesus as opposed to hoping for stuff um, is, is actually a very significant shift in all of our lives. It, it's that lesson that I believe is one of the hallmarks of spiritual maturity. And, and many of us are learning that lesson afresh in this season. And I honestly believe that it's a growth spurt. Um, this is a season of divine paradox. What do I mean by that is, is the natural realities and the spiritual realities actually can look the total opposite. And so it can look in this season like nothing's growing in the natural, things are restricted, constricted. Uh, but spiritually, it's the opposite. And I actually believe that many of you and many in this creative team are going through a spiritual growth spurt. That when you look back, you're gonna say, you know what, 2020 was a quantum leap in my spiritual development an absolute quantum leap in my maturity. And I, and I honestly believe at the heart of that is, that is that lesson of who we're hoping in. You know, 1 Corinthians 13 says, prophecies will fail, but love never fails. Prophecies will fail. I'm a prophet, so that's a bit of a hard thing to, <clears throat> to take, but it's in the Word. <laughs> but love never fails. Anyway, okay, right now. I love the fact that the Holy Spirit doesn't socially distance. I love the fact that the Holy Ghost is not in lockdown. And I'm believing tonight that we're gonna have a Holy Spirit encounter. What do you reckon, guys? Yeah. And um, I'd love you right now to close your eyes. I'm just gonna pray. Father, as, as we close our eyes, as we raise our hands, I thank You, Lord, that You're here. Holy Ghost, You're here. And Lord, I don't know everyone who is watching tonight by name, but You do. I don't know what everyone's going through personally, but You do. And I love how You can take what I say and speak it to each one right where they're at. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray, have Your way and have Your say in Jesus' Name. Amen. Amen. Look, when I heard the theme was hope, the first scripture that came to mind was Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in a future. And do you know what my reaction was? Oh God, not that one. Like, you know, I think we can become a bit, um, what's the word, desensitised to some particular Scriptures, you know, ones that we hear over and over again, well, get it in the Christmas card, I get it in the birthday card. Yeah, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. And uh, I have to be honest, when that first one came to mind, I said, yeah, we've heard that one a hundred times. But I repent. <laughs> I repent because the Lord has shown me something that, that I want to speak prophetically to you through this verse. And I want to focus on the plans, the plans. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. As Rachel shared, 2020 has not gone to plan. It's not gone to plan for any of us. And uh, as a prophet, I have to, be, have to confess, I didn't see this coming. 
Um, oh, look, I knew, I knew that, that there was something on the horizon when the, the phrase God gave me for the year was keep the faith. That was, the, that was actually the, the thing I posted January the 1st, keep the faith. In hindsight, now I can see why, because there's been every opportunity to lose, lose it. So it hasn't gone to plan. But you know, this verse was originally prophesied by the prophet Jeremiah for a people for whom life had not gone to plan, to God's people in captivity in Babylon. You know, they were forced into detention in a land that was evil, wasn't their homeland. And and it was in the midst of that that Jeremiah brought that verse. Things had not gone to plan for them either. And I know in 2020, many of you, you had plans, significant plans, and you're suffering right now. You're battling with disappointment. You're you're battling with the the, the losing of hope, with the hope deferred. One reality for me uh, during COVID is the fact that number one, I'm a travelling ministry. So hello. The moment borders closed, planes were grounded, the phone started ringing. One year of ministry, cancelled within about 24 hours. But not just that, all my family live in Western Australia in the People's Republic of Western Australia, sorry. Um, but that, um, that hard border is doing my head in. It's, and it's a hard thing, try making application to go to Perth to care for my mum. If anyone watching from Western Australia has any contacts, um, I'd m- much appreciate putting in a good word for me because um, I'd love to be able to go there. But it's 2020 has presented all these things that we did not see coming and that we do not feel like we were prepared for. And I want to speak into the, the things, the, the year I was going to things. This is the year I was going to travel. Actually, this was the year I was going to go to Canada for the first time in minister. I was really looking forward to that. This was the year I was going to have the nice wedding. This was the year I was going to go on tour. This is the year I was going to do this, that and the other. And as the year of, of restrictions have dragged on, the uncertainty And the sense of it's not fair, I sense is gripping many of your hearts. But I believe the Lord wants to encourage you tonight. He gave me a picture and and it was of Jesus, the Lord Jesus. And he he reached into uh, his back and and like you said, the theme for next year is arrows, I think. And it looked like he was going to get an arrow because it was like he was reaching into the, a quiver that was on his back. But then when he, he pulled it out, it wasn't an arrow, it was a scroll. And he, he pulled out a scroll. And I went, what's that, Lord? And he said, it's a plan. And then he pulled out another one. I said, what's that? He goes, it's another plan. Because this is the point. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans. Plans, plural. He doesn't just have one plan. We often say God has a plan for your life, but He doesn't have a plan. He has plans. And when things don't go to plan, He has another plan. And when that doesn't go to plan, He has another plan. And I see tonight the Lord handing out scrolls, destiny plans to people for whom things have not gone to plan. God has plans. And we often have this idea of plan A and plan B. You know, well, that was plan A. And it's like everything else is a consolation prize. 
And everything else is just second best, but not in God. Every single one of His plans are good to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. Yeah, come on. So God says when things don't go to plan, here's another plan. And to those of you who are fearful tonight and you're anxious, I'm sensing the tide of anxiety. Yeah, it's high in our nation right now. It's super high. I feel in my heart specifically for those of you who are in, who are in Melbourne. And I know Melbourne, you're like those who literally, those who are captives as it were in Babylon, those who can't do this and can't do that. You've known more keenly than any of us probably in the rest of Australia, the realities of, uh, of lockdown and COVID. But I feel God wants you to know that what the enemy has intended for evil, Melbourne, God is going to work together for good. And God says that this thing, which is designed to crush you, it's not the, de- it's not the destruction of you, it is the construction of you. But God says that it looks like uh, the, the, it's one of those uh, reversal situations But God says the vision was revealed and it was reversed, but God says it's going to be restored. And when it's restored, it's going to be restored in a so much greater way than you even had imagined in Jesus' Name. Thank you, Lord. So the the, the New King James Bible says, to give you an expected end. Instead of saying to give you a future and a hope, as it says in the NIV, it says to give you an expected end. In Hebrew, it's the word tikav. Sorry, tikva, tikva. Gotta work on my Hebrew. Tikva, which is actually a hard word to translate in English. Hard word to say, hard word to translate into English. It literally means a chord. A chord. I thought that was interesting. A chord. It's actually the same word that's used when Rahab hung the scarlet thread in the window. And figuratively, it means a hope, a positive future. But I thought, the thought came to me, hope. Hope is like a cord. Hope hope is like a cord. Cord is like ropes. And I saw in the Spirit ropes of hope. I had a vision again of helicopters flying overhead. And Jesus was instructing them to drop ropes to people who felt like they were drowning. And some of you feel like you're drowning in a sea of hopelessness, in a sea of despair, of disappointment. But God is sending out the ropes of hope. And I see just like, you know, the helicopters would drop the rope to someone who's struggling out in the ocean and it winches them up. I'm seeing people right now being relocated, relocated from the depths of despair and darkness and disappointment and confusion. And the rope is dropping and you're being lifted up, lifted up, relocated into a higher place, a higher place. God's plans release hope. God's plans release hope. It's the nature of His plans. Yeah, I've um, done a bit of ministry with young adults in this season uh, who, not all of them, but a lot of them really seem to be struggling and, and, and struggling to cope with the uncertainty, struggling to cope with um, what's ahead and the things that, that you know, uh, they had plans. They had plans. 
But I'm going to say to you what I've said to many of them. I really believe in this season is a course correction. And the course correction is actually setting up the stage for the next season. It's setting things up for the next generation. And so we shouldn't be concerned and disappointed. We should actually be thanking God because where things could have gone awry and askew and heading off in a divergent kind of path from where God wanted us, I believe that He's bringing about a course correction. And so right now, this is what I wanna do. I would love every single one of you just to connect with God right where you are. Because I believe God's releasing plans. He's doing two things tonight. For those of you for whom it's not gone to plan and you're feeling a bit lost, you're feeling a bit directionless. As Rachel shared, not sure whether to hope in case the hope is disappointed. God says, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. He's taking it out. Oh, here's another plan. And here's another plan. And also for those of you, and you need the rope of hope. You need to grab on in order to be rescued out of those waters, those dark waters. And so right now, could you please just lift your hands where you are. And Holy Spirit, I thank You that no matter where each one is watching from, I thank You, Holy Spirit. There it is right now, Holy Ghost. Yeah. Father God, we give right now. Feel God wants us to do an exchange, just a moment of exchange. The things do not go according to plan. Not everyone yet has got their testimony. Not everyone yet has got the happy ending as it were. And for some of you, the ending is not gonna look like you expected, but nevertheless, you are going to taste and see that the Lord is good. And I see literally for someone, it's like their plans went up in smoke. I'm seeing flames in someone's plans. But God says, you're gonna know what it is to dance on the ashes. You're gonna dance on the ashes. So Father, right now, let's have that moment of exchange. I pray, Lord, for each one, the things that, it, that did not go to plan. Right now, God, in Jesus' Name, I'd love you to do something prophetic, like a prophetic action, like a putting it down. If, if you're at home and you've got your pillow handy or something, like drop the pillow or just something to signify, Lord, this was the thing that did not go to plan. And Father, as we give it to You and as we hand it to You, Father, I thank You for the exchange right now of the things that did not go to plan for Your plan. There it is right now new plans. I literally see new vision being released, new hope being released, ropes of hope, dropping down, bringing people up in Jesus' Name. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope that it, hope that it's really useful to you. If the podcast is useful and helpful to you, if you're enjoying it, then I'd love to invite you to share it on social media or maybe to text it, you know, share a link with a friend. Uh, if you tag Hillsong Creative at Hillsong Creative, uh, maybe we'll repost you, I don't know. <laughs> and if, you, uh, if you're not yet subscribed, let me just take this opportunity to 
uh, invite you to do that as well. You'll get notified of new episodes whenever they're released. Also, if you haven't heard, we've launched a brand new podcast called The Praying Through the Bible with Hillsong Creative. It's designed to help you get more out of the Word of God in your daily life. So I'd encourage you to search Hillsong Creative or Praying Through the Bible. Subscribe to that one too. And of course, obviously rate it and let us know how you're enjoying that one too. Well, thanks again for being part of us and with us on the journey. And we'll talk to you next time.